Is it piece of chain? Or Tao Te Ching? It's the Arrow Wong podcast series. The number one Apple business and number four entrepreneurship podcast. Speaking from Hong Kong. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Arrow Wong podcast. Uh, one of my core job is to bring us um, topics in terms of personal development. And I have a firm belief to the best way to go about it is to care about the stranger, even for the people on an other continent. That's why today's guest, Miguel Angel Pena Forest. Miguel is the founder of the NGO Accubator based in Liverpool. Miguel is implementing social and environmental projects in the region of Loreto. Uh, and also bringing the accessory technology and digital tools to the local schools. You know what? Living in a well-developed city or country like Hong Kong, we are very lucky. We can access lightning fast internet connection anytime, listen to a podcast like this uh, with a smartphone. But that's not the case of the Amazonian schools. Uh, the internet infrastructure over there is well established. And the students doesn't even have a smartphone. And Miguel and Agapeta is taking students learning into hearts and raising global awareness about it. Uh, so if you uh, support our course, head over to the uh, Agapeta uh, Donation Center, the government campaign to make a donation. Uh, besides, it's about to start the school year in this month. So let's dive into what Agapeta is doing and why it matters to us as a global citizen. Welcome to the show, Miguel. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, I appreciate your support in this. And I want to start talking how we started. So all this story started in, during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, in this moment, uh, many schools around the world stopped. Mm -hmm. uh, in the country here in Peru, the education mm -hmm. was stopped for two years. Mm. So I decided talking with friends from different places in the world, different countries, because I used to travel a lot before. Yeah. Uh, for, for that reason, I started talking with friends, for example, from Finland, uh, a teacher from this country. She decided to support me in this idea mm. to connect schools from her country, from here, from Peru, from the Amazon Forest. And then we decided to work together and to empower the students here and the students there also. Because mm. in the pandemic, we learned that uh, there was so much mental health problems around the world, especially for children. So this is how everything started. Mm. I want to know a little bit more about you because all I know is in 2021, you organized an international team focused on environmental education and helping the Amazon school children learn more and about different cultures. But before that, mm, uh, that, before what you do with the Agapeta, can you talk about your background a little bit, where you're from, why did you move to Norway a decade ago, and how did you end up in Peru? Uh -huh. Well, in 2010, uh, I managed to move to Norway as an interpreter program. And then I went there and I stayed there five years doing mm. different activities. For example, I was volunteer, I was a student, mm. I was living in a, a political community there for one year. Mm -hmm. I also was working in the fields. 
So I like this country a lot because they are very close to the nature, and I mm -hmm. learned how they how they protect nature, mm -hmm. and this is how I started learning mm -hmm. from them. Uh, after five years, I was more curious. I wanted to know what is what is going on in different countries. Yeah, and then I decided to when to teach English to Siberia and Russia, in 2015. Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went teaching there in Siberia. I, I don't speak Russian language. I only speak mm -hmm. Spanish and English. And then I was thinking, why not to go to a different place and try to be there because it's not a popular place for people to my country at least. So I was there learning mm -hmm. how children, they wanted to learn, for example, English, but with people from different countries. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, why not? And then this experience gave me so much uh, rich in my life because I learned how they see, how they experience their own learning. And mm. I saw that many children in this little village in Siberia, they wanted to talk to me, they wanted to communicate with me because I'm from different places and other side of the world. Mm. Got it. So basically the new environment uh, that you encounter a decade ago changes you you know more about different cultures because you you are already a global citizen and then you know more about it you uh spread your knowledge uh through english and activities uh and then now you wanna uh bring the feedback uh bring your impact back to the community that you are living in i have a small question uh the equator sloth i the cute animal I've seen on your YouTube channel. That's so cute. Is it on Amazon area? Well, you can you repeat it in here? Well? Uh, there's a little animal that uh picked. Ah, yeah, sloth. Slot. Uh, yeah, slot. Yes, yeah. yeah it is so cute. Yeah. Is it? Ah, yeah. You must be liking uh to live here, right? Because everything is so natural with all, with all the nature. Yes, well, this place uh, mm. is very fantastic because I saw for the first time this animal I took mm. and uh, I'm from the capital, here in my country. When ah. I went there, yes, I went there and I saw this, this beautiful animal and other animals mm. and I was thinking, why not protect them also because they are part of the world. And mm. I saw different problems here, for example, illegal yeah. exotic animal trade so that's not mm. good yeah, so i that's... was thinking how, sorry how can we wake up the children to protect these animals mm, got it social awareness what a beautiful creature i love that animal i have never seen uh one uh in real life i want to visit uh Lima Peru or Amazon area one day so uh let's go to uh, let's talk about the education system because i uh, I'm born and raised in Hong Kong. I, I, the school year starts in September in Hong Kong. We uh, start with the, after kindergarten, we have primary school, secondary school, and then we go to university. But how is the education system structured in Lima Peru? Can you talk about it a little bit? Yes, for example, when you are six years old, mm. you go to primary school, uh, is first grade, mm. and then 
you finish primary when you are 11. You have mm. 11 years old, uh, sixth, sixth grade. And after uh, you go to secondary school, secondary system, mm. and then you are just 12, something like this, and you finish after five years. Mm. So you are 16. Mm. And then the, you finish this high school or secondary school. And after that, you can mm. choose. You can go to university for five years, or you can study uh, technical education for three years. Mm. I decided to study advertising and marketing for three years. Um, got it. So I I have been participating in multiple events of yours uh, virtually. Uh, is it the event that the student celebrating uh, in the midterm or the last term of the school year? And yeah, what, what are they doing? Can you talk about it? Yeah. In the end of the school year, uh, for example, uh, we have this uh, tradition called chocolatada. This means in Spanish, like chocolate party, something like this. Uh, it comes from the basic, it comes from the, for example, uh, to share Christmas time together, mm. and share panettone, panettone in Spanish. Mm. It, it comes from Italy, it's an Italian bread, sweet bread. Mm. And uh, we share hot chocolate when it's mm. summertime, summer here, Peru. Mm. So we, we eat uh, panettone, we drink chocolate, and mm. we share the moment together. So when mm. I was a little, for me, it was very special because I love to eat panettone and I love mm. to drink hot chocolate. So, our, so this is our main tradition when we finish the school year here in my mm. country and or many places in South America. Mm. I love it. Uh, they are beautiful events. And yeah, I, I stay there all the way until the end and see the whole event happening. And yeah, it is just beautiful. So I would like to know more how Exactly, Akabeta is uh, making the programs personalized, personalized to the school in Peru. The reason why I'm asking is a little contest about me uh, mm, thinking about education sometimes because I used to work with some local schools in Hong Kong and then I know a little bit about mm, education system is not easy to be affected by uh, NGO or by some external parties. It is a very rigid system. Uh, it is not easy to change. It is not easy to upgrade. Uh, and so that's why I love your work so much because you are doing some uh, going against the uphill battle. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if that is the case in Peru too, but I would love to know more about how did you make the impact? What exactly did you do? Yes, uh, when the, the pandemic started, I saw that uh, in this digital era, digital time, mm. that many children didn't know how to use even computers. Oh. Um, I was thinking, what can I do? What can, can I offer to them mm. for this? And then, uh, okay, let's start with a small intercultural exchange program between the school in Quitos, Peru, Finnish uh, mm. school in order mm. to know each other. Why? Because I think the best the best way to learning is by playing or yes. show something. And uh, 
I learned that because when I was doing backpacking in different countries, mm. I always show uh, photos from my own country to different in different countries because for me it was a, a time to play and to show my, something about my country. So I organized this kind of intercultural exchange program, and we saw that the students from both countries, different cultures, they were interested to know more about each other. For example, I remember uh, one student from Finland, he said mm. in the video call, I want to create uh, stories, folklore mm. stories, with the student in Iquitos. Oh, when we heard that, we, we realized, wow, this is working, somehow it's working, because we wake up the interest to, to know or to learn something uh, unusual and know for other person. And mm. um, also here, the students, they were surprised to see a snow for the mm. first time by videos. Ah, uh, uh, I would like to know a little bit more about the before and after uh, impact to the students and also to the schools as entities. Uh, the contest is, uh, uh, I want to help the audience to visualize what you have done for the for these students and the schools because basically you are breaking the silos. I, I'm not saying there is silos, but you are trying to weave everything together and make it make mm -hmm. every entity to engage with each other, not just on the student la layer but also on the school layer by bringing more external and uh, resources into these system right uh and yeah, yeah. uh so say like i to i totally agree with you i uh we have to learn in a playful environment and also we learn faster with computer uh for example for like me i'm i'm born and raised in the i would like to say post internet uh uh era but uh so i experience both uh traditional learning approach and also the new learning approach. And so basically what you are doing is bringing the new learning approach with the computer, with the new learning methodology to the students and the schools. So before that, the students, how they were studying and now are they, how they were studying, what behavior uh, do they change? Can you talk about it a little bit? Yes, now they are more conscious about the digital tools Mm. Now they know something going on. And what we do is to connect not only one school with other, also people from around the world, people mm. who participate in schools, and they want to show something because they have the same mentality. They do something to the world. In this case, mm. the children, mm. the children from the world. And uh, we learn until now that it's very important that it's interaction, uh, this visual, visual contact because we organize uh, video calls through Google Meet and mm. uh, our volunteer teacher, mm. uh, he or she is there and they introduce their topic, the subject. Mm. And then the, the students, they start to follow the steps and also they have to do something on their own. For example, uh, the last year, we start to have different projects, for example, uh, environmental protection that was very important for us, apart from also intercultural change. 
because uh, they live in a very special place, which is the mm. Amazon rainforest. Mm. So we wanted to give them the awareness that they're in a very special place and they must protect them. But before yes. that, they need, to, they need to learn new tools and to understand people from the world. Mm. Because now, nowadays for, for other people, for many people around the world, it's easy to talk to people to different platforms. But for those children, Mm. It's something unusual, something new. So we want to that they lose to be shy and to be more open to new faces, to new people, to different language. And for that, we want to make interaction. And after that, we organized this uh, environmental protection program. And then it came the digital club. That mm. was the beginning of the new tools. That mm. was the last year. And this year, we decided to launch four different programs, which is based on the last year. One is a digital club, there is digital tools. Mm. Second is a English club, because at the end they need to learn English. So we are working this with a, a school to support us from Switzerland. Mm. And today we have the first lesson for this year. The other, the other project is a environmental club that is, everything is based about project base. Mm. Because at the end, at the end they, need, they need to show a project that is focused about uh, and local environmental protection. How? They need to find local or local problems and they need to give a solution to, to this problem, right? Mm. Um, this, and now we have uh, people with different skills who can give their opinion, the feedback to them mm. in a school level, of course. And this is why we want to talk about this. And also, we understand that the world changes so fast. So we are thinking, why to wait so long until they go to university? If they can go to university, mm. if they can, if they can pay it mm. to learn such fields, such tendencies, such things, such new tools. Why, why, why so late? Why not now? So this is why we want to give them the, these new tools from the, this time. So mm. they can get in a real case world. Lovely. Uh, I can see the changes now. I can visualize it. And uh, I would like to know more about, because uh, I would like to know more about the problems or difficulties that you encounter uh, yeah. in this uh, journey. Because I believe that uh, you, we just talk about the, external parties, the school itself, and the student layer, and you have to do a multi-touch point, multi-point touch with all these layers to make the impact happen, right? Uh, what about the school layer, the teacher's layer, uh, as an NGO, how, is there any difficulties to encounter? Because uh, I used to talk with some non-traditional educational institutions in Hong Kong, uh, the founder, uh, the founder said, "Ah, oh, uh, if I want to integrate uh, some uh, external program into the school, it's not easy. It takes maybe months or or even years to make it happen. Does it happen to you? And yeah, what? How? Uh, so my question is, what challenges do you face, or did you face, and then how did you resolve it?" Yes, uh, about we were lucky that we found a very good teacher who is open 
the collaborate here. Mm -hmm. uh, but also we have, like, I think in many places in the world, they have good teachers and not so good teachers for different mm -hmm. factors. So the idea is that uh, we are here to help, to, to be developing, and we need to work together. Until now with the teachers, we are fine. But of course, sometimes uh, it can be discrepancy because it depends also the mentality. Because some teachers can say, why to do this? Why? Why is it important this? Um, we think, well, you need to know more about how it will change. So you can realize that this is the whole picture, not just a small perspective. So we want to open the eyes, not only to the children, the students, also to the teachers. Until now, we are fine with this. We are, we are have mutual, uh, we have much interest from teachers in our own country, also different places. Uh, of course, we would like to do the same in different places, but now we are learning how to walk to mm. make it in places. And we are working with different new organizations who believe in us, but also working with local authorities is not always easy because sometimes they are very busy. Uh, they might think that it's not worth it and so on, and different factors. So nowadays we are trying to, to see, to wake up with us to the press, the local, local press, uh, also press in different places, uh, in different countries. Because mm. we believe that if we show this case to different countries, it can give a feedback to us. Also, the difficulty or challenge is that uh, Mm. Every new organization, they need to build a reputation. Mm. Uh, so for that, uh, we have a good reputation and we want to make it bigger. Mm. Uh, we are so new because it, it was created this new organization last year. So this is why uh, it's sometimes difficult to get funds, fundings for these projects. Of course, we want to go up. We want to have many, many children as long as we can. But our main difficulty is yes, funds, mm. because every project needs people. At least mm. pay the electricity bill, right? But we believe that uh, showing to the world what we're mm. doing, mm. we can get more support from anyone. Yeah, uh, that's why we are doing this podcasting together. We are showing it to the world. So thank you for being on the show. But uh, I would, I'm curious to know more about. Uh, the eye-opening moment for the either schools or teachers for them because uh, if, when you are making changes, bringing changes into a, a region, uh, it takes time and effort. It is like uh, I keep hitting the door, locking on the door uh, for a thousand times and then suddenly the 1,001 times it cracked open. Uh, what is that crack open? Uh, maybe I talk about it in sample, say like I, I try to teach my mom uh, how to use an app on her uh, smartphone last week. And then uh, she's not native, she's, uh, she's not digital native. She's like uh, over 60 now, uh, a 60 year old. So I have to make a lot of uh, energy. Hey, how to use an app, how to use a smartphone and then so she's, she's not afraid to use the new technology, new methodology. Actually, there's something, uh, there's the same problem she's dealing on the day-to-day -day basis, but, I'm but it is in the digital environment. And then suddenly, oh, okay, it works now and I can play around it, uh, have fun with the app. Uh, 
So I see the eye opening moment for her. Oh, it's possible for this to happen. And I'm not, I don't have to be afraid of the smartphone. It's a great tool. I can take advantage of it. So how exactly did you open their eyes? Okay, maybe you can step, you can skip the first 900 steps. What about the last 100 steps and the last few steps? And then they, oh, the kick, the school kicks, the teachers take kick, the eye opening moment. Can you talk about it? We believe that uh, when the, the children, they create a project that they, they can protect the local environment, mm. it will be the moment that they will open eyes to anyone. Because with few resources, just using the nature around, and they saw a little problem in the local community, it can be the mm. moment that can expand anywhere. Because in most in the most developing countries, uh, they we have or they have uh, nature. They have mm -hmm. much forest, rivers, and so on. Uh, in this part of the world, uh, we need to see the advantage mm -hmm. that we have there. Uh, we believe that if the students they can do uh, this project become very important for the local community. Mm -hmm. All the students they can follow the same. And they will do the same because at the end, we believe that most of the students and most of the people around the world, they want to do something good, something positive, especially in this time of uh, global conflicts and so on. So we need to bring something good to the world. Mm. So taking care of the local environment is a powerful, powerful moment to wake up the eyes to anybody. Mm. Got it. So basically, it is, I believe what I can see. So if I can see it and I see it is happening, so uh, I believe it can happen. It's true. That's good. Uh, anything else that you would love the audience to know about Lima Peru, Agabeta, what it's doing to wrap up this session? Yes, uh, also I can say that uh, I'm learning every day, me and also all the volunteers who believe in this, they believe in this, and they follow this cause because they want to be part of this movement, to be part of big solution, a big purpose. Nowadays, uh, we understand that working alone is no good for anybody. And we need to open the eyes and to see around the world, not just in one continent. And mm -hmm. what I learned, what, what I learned about this, that uh, I found so much uh, empathy from all the volunteers that they want to help these children that they don't know in real life, only through internet. And also, for me, it's very important to, to show them that it can be hard, it can be difficult, it's not so fast, but if we stick together, we can move the rock together. Mm. So this is why this is why I believe that making this kind of group or this uh, international family going to this cause, it can be the big moment of our life. Because we will never forget this. When I was, uh, for example, volunteer or living in a community one year in Norway, I have beautiful moments there. For one mm. year. And this will this moment they will keep in their mind from all our volunteers. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing uh, for this international family, as you said. Uh, 
Thank you again for being on our show. It's my pleasure, and I have a very enjoyable conversation with you, Miguel. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, we can talk other time when there is a right now. Yeah, sure. Thank thank you. You. We talk yeah. later. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.